0: Hello everybody, my name is Steve Lally And I'm a storyteller and author And I'm delighted that you can all join me here On RT Junior Radio To listen to some very special Christmas stories Well now the story I'm going to tell you Is a story about a bird But he's no ordinary bird This bird is the eagle conquering wren The king of all birds But first let me tell you a little bit about the wren and some of the fantastic traditions that surround his strange and wonderful story. Well, many years ago, I was a mummer. And for anyone who does not know what that is, it's an ancient house-visiting tradition where folk dress up in strange costumes and wear masks made from either wicker or straw. Mummers go from house to house or hock-a-chock, Entertaining people by singing songs, playing music, putting on plays, and of course, telling stories. That was my job, and the stage was the kitchen floor. It is quite similar to when you go trick-or-treating at Halloween, and when I was a child, we called trick-or-treating going on the pooka. <laughs> we would go from door to door, singing songs or telling jokes or both. And in return, you got a treat. Now, the mumming tradition can be all year round. And trick-or-treating is for Halloween only. But there is also another ancient house-visiting tradition that takes place on St. Stephen's Day, or Boxing Day, the day after Christmas Day. This is called going on the wren, or hunting the wren. And the people who do this also dress up and wear masks, and they are called wren boys. People say that the wren boys go looking for the wren, which is a teeny, tiny little brown bird that lives in hedges and ditches. How you can spot the wren is the way that its tail sticks up like a thumb when you make a fist. So, you know when you give a thumbs up, so make a wee fist, and stick your thumb in the air, yep, and that's the shape of the wren. Its tail is like your wee thumb sticking up in the air. Now, the wren can't fly very well, and usually just hops along the hedges. They say that the wren is the king of all birds. But he became this by cheating. Mm. And they say that's why the wren boys go looking for him. But don't worry, nobody ever hurts a wren. I would ever want to either. It is an old tradition that brings people together the day after Christmas Day, and they have fun playing music, singing songs, and yes, telling stories. Now I'm going to tell you the story of how the little wren became the king of all birds. I've heard many, many versions of this story, but this is my own version, and it was inspired by the great Donegal folklorist Seamus McManus, 1867 to 1960. Long, long ago, Fado, Fado, in the sixth century Ireland, which is almost one and a half thousand years ago, the birds of all the world thought it was time that they had a king. For up until now, there was no one to lead them, guide them, or protect them. But birds are very proud creatures, and quite vain too. So when this proposal of a king came about, each and every one of them put themselves forward to be king of the birds <laughs> the flamingo said I am the king the dodo said I am the king <laughs> the parrot said I am king <laughs> the hummingbird said I'm the, said, mm, I'm, the said, <laughs> I'm the king. The goose said. I'm a king. The turkey said. I'm the king. And the woodpecker said. I'm the king. I'm the king. I'm the king. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha The vulture said. I am the king. I am the king. And the mockingbird said. <laughs> I'm going to pretend to be you now. I'm the king, I'm the king, <laughs> I'm the king. The crow said, I'm the king, yeah. The robin said, I'm the king, I'm the king. <laughs> and the cockerel said, I'm the cockadoodle king, I'm the cockadoodle king. The ostrich said, The peacock said, I'm the king. <laughs> and the duck said, I'm the quacky <laughs> And the penguin said, I'm the pig. <laughs> and the chicken said, I'm <laughs> the Well, you get the idea. Because there was no way to sort out, in a respectable way, and a reasonable fashion, the birds all went to war Oh this was terrible altogether. A brutal war raged in the skies and the trees and the bushes and the hedges and the rocks and the cliffs and the forests and the woods and the seashores and the rivers and the lakes, and anywhere you might find birds. Now, at the time, there lived a great and wise holy man in Donegal. His name was St. Kill or St. Columba. Now, St. Colum Kill was a great man for sorting out problems. He was very smart, well-read, and educated, in a time when such things were very scarce indeed. So one day in early December, a wise old owl proposed that they had to stop this terrible war and go and see... The sensible saint, Colum Kill, who would figure out an intelligent and respectable way to choose the king of all birds. And this is what he said. We will go to Donegal and ask Colm Kill what we should do. At this rate, there will be no birds left alive to make any of us a king. Oot! The birds all agreed. To do this, and they flew from every part of the world to see the wise old saint Column Kill in Donegal. Now, one St. Stephen's Day, they arrived in Donegal in their millions... <laughs> they darkened the sky above where St. Colum Kill lived. When Colum came out of his little stone hut he called out over the terrible din of their twittering and their tweeting and their screeches and their squawks. What do you want? I can't hear myself think with all this racket. I can't even see the sky anymore with ye. The wise old owl flew down Told Colin Kill what they wanted and promised they would happily go along with whatever solution he suggested. Colin then shouted, Okay, fair enough, but would you please come down from the sky so that I can see it and cut out that racket? And those of you who can't fly, please stop running and waddling around the place. Thank you very much. So down they flew, and landed on the earth, covering the hills, and the glens, and the streams, and the lakes, in their millions. And then, there was silence. Colum made a sigh of relief. Ah! Then he spoke. The bird among you, that is the greatest, and the strongest, that being the one, who can fly the highest, should be the king of all birds. With that, the penguins, ostriches, emus, chickens, and all the other flightless birds groaned with displeasure. Sure, you're already at a disadvantage if you can't fly. Now you see, this narrows it down. And we also need spectators to the cheer them on too, shouted Colum. The birds agreed and accepted his decision as they promised. So Colum asked the birds if they were ready to begin the challenge. And he was answered by a cacophony of noise that would make an explosion sound like a sparrow farting. Right so, began Colm. And your marks get yes, set. Yes. with that all the birds who could fly soared up into the air the spectators watched as the sky turned black again and then they saw the first wee bird drop down with exhaustion then another then another and then another until all that was left in the sky was the mighty eagle and the magnificent albatross with his huge wings the two birds were equal in their strength and ability and it was looking like it was going to be a tie but after a while even the majestic albatross tired and had to descend from the sky and all that was left was the eagle soaring triumphantly above the land now in his vanity the eagle continued soaring and soaring higher and higher until at length he couldn't soar an inch higher and his wings became weary with exhaustion he then prepared to come down as the king of all birds when all of a sudden up from his back sprung the little wren that had been sitting there all the time. The wren was full of energy and well rested so he flew one foot higher above the eagle who could soar no more. Then he flew down as the king of all birds. The birds were disgusted with the little cheating wren but the saint had to keep his word and give the title of king to the Wren. Column was so enraged by the mean trick that the Wren had played to win the competition, and he put a curse on it. Ya wee shouted Column. I'll put a curse on you, that you may never fly any higher than the foot you flew above the eagle's back. That he teach you now. And from that day onwards... Never you see a wren hopping from bush to bush and from hedge to hedge, flying never higher than a foot above the ground, weighed down by Column Kill's curse. But to this day, the little eagle conquering wren is still the king of all birds. Goramila Mayegut. On scale, oh the wren, the wren, the king of all birds. On Stephen's day was caught in the first. Although he was little, his honour was great. Jump up, me lads, and give him a treat. Up with the kettle and down with the pan, and give us a penny to bury the wren. As I was goin' to kill and all I met the wren upon the wall I took me stick and I knocked him down And I brought him home to Carrick Town Up with the kettle and down with the pan And give us a penny to bury the ran Oh drool and drool and where's your nest Tis in the bush that I love best Tis in the tree the holly tree Where all the boys do folly me Up with the kettle and down with the pan And give us a penny to bury the ran We followed the wren three miles or more, three miles or more, three miles or o'er. We followed the wren three miles or more at six o'clock in the morning. Up with the kettle and down with the pan and give us a penny to bury the ran, The wren, the wren, the king of all birds on Stephen's day got caught in the first. Although he was little, his honour was great. Up with the lads and give him a threat.